You're listening to Your Woo Woo Best Friend, a no BS approach to wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and all things mystical. Hey, it's Andy. Welcome back to the show. This is going to be a really fun episode. I have a guest. I'm going to tell you who that guest is in just a minute. It is a guest that I most certainly manifested into my life. It's a guest you guys have been asking for on this show for quite some time. So in just a few moments, I'll introduce you to who that person is. Before we get our guest involved in the conversation, we've had so much good stuff going on over in our free manifestation course, the four-step plan to master your manifestation. If you're like, wait a minute, I didn't know about the free masterclass. I didn't know about this free course. It is brand new. It's inside WeWe Studio, which is our brand new personal well-being empowerment studio. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that in just a few minutes. But first, let's talk a little bit about the journey to manifestation. The journey to manifestation the journey to healing, the journey to learning, visioning, growing, it is most certainly never a straight line. One of the things that I love about our eight-step practice, our process at WeWe is that it really allows the space for releasing old ways of doing things. It gives us an opportunity to create little daily practices to allow us to feel good in our skin. And it teaches us to stay in regular conversation with the universe and the divine, both the divine within and perhaps a higher power as well, if that's something that you may believe. If you don't believe that, it's even designed to give you an opportunity to connect more deeply to the cosmic energy. And all of this, this eight-step process, the intention is that it's easy for you. Now, as I say easy, releasing blocks, letting go of limiting beliefs, that stuff is never easy. But taking rituals and implementing them into your life in a way that's joyful, pleasurable, that creates trust and flow for you, if you take those practices step by step, I'm not asking you to run a marathon, for example. I'm asking you to consider mindfulness for a couple minutes a day, to breathe, to meditate, to move, to dance in your kitchen, to journal for short little moments and bursts throughout the day so that you begin to feel better in your body, so that you begin to feel better in your soul, so that you feel better in your mind. And that is how we start to get in conversation with ourselves, the universe, the divine, and that's how we start to manifest more quickly. So a little bit more about the new studio space. As I mentioned, it's designed to empower you and to support your personal well-being. The courses that we're offering inside the studio are focused on manifestation, of course, guidance to pursue your highest calling, as well as personal and professional development. Our first course available in the studio is the Manifestation Blueprint. 
This version of the Manifestation Blueprint is on demand. This is brand new. We have never done this before. It's now a digital version that you can take at your own pace anytime. Doors are open for that now. And to celebrate the launch of the studio and this course, we're offering that free Manifestation Masterclass that I mentioned, Four Steps to Design Your Manifestation Plan. The free Masterclass isn't going to be open forever. So if you want to take it, get in while you can. We've got replays and all sorts of times available to take that class. So to access it, either the Masterclass, which is free, or the Blueprint, you can come on over to WeWe Studio. I'll drop that link in the show notes and get on into the class. The blueprint is truly one part mystical mindset and one part practical strategy. It's so perfect right now for spring cleaning your manifestation mindset. It's going to help you to move from stalled out New Year's resolutions, unclear vision, to action and clarity in just four lessons. And how appropriate as we turn the page on the astrological calendar, if you're feeling like it's the new year all over again, if that's kind of the vibe that you've got going on, there's a reason for that. It's because on the Zodiac calendar, we have officially just entered into the new year. I love the idea of celebrating the new year a couple of times a year on January 1st and then again on the equinox. So... If you feel called, take that approach and celebrate on January 1st, set your resolutions, or as I like to do, set your intentions and your manifestation strategy and plan and goals for the year ahead, and then do a really quick check-in around the spring equinox, release yourself from feeling stuck on anything that's not working, and start to develop a new path towards anything that's coming up for you for the spring that perhaps you have not yet considered. And if you're feeling like, yeah, it's really time for me to get clear about what I want and I'm ready to recalibrate and create a new action plan, now would be the perfect time to register for the Manifestation Blueprint. So all that information is going to be in the show notes for you. Listen, we've been in unprecedented unprecedented times And even the most spiritual, dedicated, intuitive, creative, even those types of people, which I know our listeners, that is you, you've likely felt the challenge to stay in alignment and to maintain your practices. So the intention of these programs is to help you to build a plan this spring for inspired action strategies that give you a life And truly, a season, a month, a day-by-day approach to creating more abundance, creating more connection, and to aligning more clearly to the path that is meant for you. So about that guest that I mentioned, I know what everybody's here for. You guys want to hear the engagement story. You guys are ready to hear the story. So I invited Ben my fiance. I've called Ben my husband for years, by the way. So it's funny now calling Ben my fiance because he's like been my sole husband for a really long time, but now he's my fiance. So I've invited Ben to join me on the show. So Ben, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm so happy to have you. Oh my gosh. This is so much fun for me to be able to sit here with you and record As you guys, I think most of you know, Ben also produces our show, 
but normally he's behind the scenes and I'm not asking him to tell me about his grand romantic gesture, which is what we're going to get into today. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, great. Okay. So, okay. First question, because I have to ask it, was this a manifestation for you to create this incredibly beautiful proposal that you created, my love? Um, I don't know if I would call it a manifestation. I think it was something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And um, it was in the works months before it actually happened. <laughs> but you got busy. I got busy. Mary Catherine got busy. Mm-hmm. And um, had to hold off for a little moment there. But um, I suppose... If you'd like to think of this in terms of manifestation, it would be the direct manifestation of our partnership that has been going very strong for the last seven years. So yeah, I mean, you're definitely you as a you as a soul, you as a human being, are a manifestation for me. I've talked about that before lots of times that. <laughs> You and like everything that you stand for, all of the things that you're about. I mean, the fact that you're a musician and you (laughs) love traveling and have traveled the world. Those were things that were high on my list for a partner, but even higher on my list was the kindness and the consideration, the compassion, the empathy that you have for people and especially for family. Those were really high on my list. So I just want to mention all of those things that you have that I feel like I was able to call into my life when I met you. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I'll stop making you feel weird now. I'll, I'll, uh, well, maybe, maybe this isn't going to get any less weird for you. I don't know. We'll see. So let's talk. (laughs) So are you having fun yet? (laughs) Yes. Okay, good. Okay. So let's talk about the engagement. So you mentioned Mary Catherine. So, For a little perspective, Mary Catherine is a photographer friend of ours. Mostly she's our friend, but she's also an incredibly talented photographer. So when you mentioned that I got busy, you got busy, Mary Catherine got busy, she was there to capture photos and to really set the whole stage for the day. Yes. Yeah. So as you're mentioning her, that's who we're talking about is our fabulous friend, Mary Catherine. She was was very much a part of the day. She was an integral part of the plan um without her i don't know if i could have pulled it off the way that i did because you know that we had a beautiful picnic set up and a very you know kind of like (laughs) down a very treacherous (laughs) not a treacherous cliff path but you know it's a it's a thing to get down there so um yeah, she she helped me plan, helped me kind of get my my mind right around the whole thing. I had a few different ideas, and I feel like we landed on the right one. It was really beautiful. Yeah, I definitely feel like you landed on the right one, too. So you want to walk us through the planning? You want to walk us through what your setup was for the day? <laughs> sure. Um So I think it started probably back in October of 2021. Um, 
Mary Catherine had been staying with us to try to find a apartment to rent for herself here in, in Los Angeles. And um, I talked to her at some point and was like, hey, I... I want to propose to Andy. And (laughs) And she was like, oh my God. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She was really happy to hear that. And, um, you know, I told her, I was like, I would love, you know, I told her I would love if she took the photos and, you know, I wanted it to be a little bit of a surprise. So it would have, it would require a little bit of planning and um, (laughs) hiding um <laughs> hiding on a cliff's edge <laughs> well i didn't know that at the time but um so yes uh we started talking about that you know a while back and i think you know i guess the listeners probably don't know but mary catherine hello listeners mary catherine works <laughs> with andy <laughs> on several different projects mm-hmm. um and you guys got really busy you know for some of the some of the times when I was trying to do it, then it got really cold and rainy, and and everyone's like cold and rainy in Southern California. It actually rained a lot here. I was surprised. Like this was our this was my first rainy season here, and I was pretty surprised at the amount of rain. Anyway, um, that brings us to now, and yeah, I mean we. We set a date. I was like, Mary Catherine, when are you free? You know, she gave me a date and I was like, okay, that's that's the date, you know. Um, and we planned everything. And I wanted it to be special, but also simple. And um, I didn't want to make, make a big deal out of any of it. I just wanted to do it in a place that we really love and a place that would be memorable for us and a a place where we could go back to and like, um, you know, sort of have fond memories of the day. And to me, that felt like our Malibu beach spot that we love so much and uh, visit very regularly. And uh, that's where I, that's where I wanted to do it. Yeah. I, of course, knew nothing of what was happening that day. And to back up a little bit, from my perspective, we've been together for seven years. And I already mentioned you're very much my sole partner. And I've considered you to be my spouse in so many ways. So nowhere in this process was I even kind of clued in. So as we were heading out to the beach that day, In my mind, we were just going out for a regular date because we do that often. We go out to the beach. We take a day. We both work a ton, and so we like to take a day, Saturday or Sunday, and head out to the beach. So we had already talked earlier in the week about going out to the beach on Saturday. And so here we were driving out to our favorite beach location and doing what we normally do. We're heading down the beach, and then what happens next? <laughs> well, we're we're driving to our beach location. I'm uh, feverishly <laughs> texting with Mary Catherine. Um, you know, she's. We're just sort of planning, like, oh, 
um, you know, I, you know, you should park here and this is where Andy and I usually park. So don't park there. And like all the little details that like the teeny tiny details that you don't usually think about. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then I sent her a little map that I made on Google earth or whatever. And, (laughs) Like circled a couple of places, you know, the parking lot and the our beach spot, and um, like drew a path I with like highlighter <laughs> down to where how to like hike the cliff to where we hang out on the beach. Yes, so she would know where to go. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we we pulled up to the spot. I'm I'm not really nervous at any point up until this point <laughs> <laughs> when we pull up into the parking lot and you know it really dawned on me that in minutes I would be (laughs) down on my knee um, holding an engagement ring and saying some very spilling my heart out to you on the (laughs) beach and uh, (laughs) all that was running through my mind at that moment was um, don't screw it up don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. And trying not to forget what I had planned to say to you. <laughs> we parked the car and we had just driven through the canyon listening to 90s hip hop, like me <laughs> singing every song because these were like the songs of my youth. So I was in like such a great mood. We drove up the PCH and the wildflowers are all blooming right now in California. Yeah. So I mean, it's always beautiful out there as you kind of come out through the canyon and you hit the you hit the Pacific Ocean, you turn on the PCH. It's always beautiful. But in this particular moment, I was just like reveling in how beautiful the wildflowers were. We parked the car. I go like get everything ready to go. We're both like packing up everything to take down to the beach. I don't even kind of notice that you're you could have any nerves. The only thing that I noticed looking back was that you were walking really close to me, going down the path a little closer than normal. And I could see over the cliff this beautiful picnic set up. And all I was thinking was, wow, that's so beautiful. What a beautiful day. The wildflowers are everywhere. I'm with my best person. This is just like a day for lovers. Like that's what I was feeling as I saw this like gorgeous picnic and I saw the wildflowers and you were walking pretty close to me, which now I get while you were walking so close to me, you were kind of keeping an eye on like what was happening down on the beach. So then we got down to the beach. We made the turn to head towards the location, which was funny because I started trying to go the other direction Noticed that the tide was a little higher on the other side, but you were like beelining towards the other direction immediately. So I was like, okay, guess we're going his direction towards like the high tide side, not the like, you know, kind of lower tide side. So I remember like calling out after you, like, I want to kind of be tucked away and like be a little off to the side. And in my mind, I was thinking there's already a picnic down there. Somebody else is already set up down there. Like, let's go find our own spot. But you were on the move. <laughs> <laughs> I think you asked me in that moment, I think you were like, oh, shouldn't we go over here? There seems to be, you know, 
there's a lot of rocks over there and there's already, you know, someone set up over there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let's just go over this way. (laughs) Just started walking over in that way. And thankfully you followed me. (laughs) Um, And then we got right in front of the picnic setup, which was for you. (laughs) And um, I had to quickly put down our things because, you know, we have normal stuff that we bring every time, like a chair and a bag of snacks and things. So I had to put these things down very quickly and then get back over to you before you, you know, put two and two together of what was going on. Yeah. And if you had not packed the normal bag of snacks, despite the fact that we had this beautiful picnic spread, if you hadn't packed that bag, I would have been like, something is weird here. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm always, uh, (laughs) I do not leave the house without multiple snacks yeah so we had our bag of snacks we had our beach chairs our umbrella and you like beelined it past the picnic and then kind of tossed all of the stuff off to the side that's when I turn and notice Mary Catherine is standing there (laughs) and now I'm like clued into something is going on but even in that moment I was like Ben it's Mary Catherine this is so exciting our friend is on our beach in my mind it was just a really beautiful like serendipitous moment of running into a great friend who had this beautiful picnic set up so I don't even realize until you drop all of our stuff and turn back and start coming towards me with your hands out to grab my hands that okay this is about to go down <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it, I suppose it was plausible that she would be there because we had, I think we had gone in yeah. a group with with her at some point over the summer or something like that. Yeah, but. we had. So I knew, she, I knew in my mind she knew about our beach. <laughs> yeah. So in my mind, it was like, she's smart. She came back to the beach that we love so much. So yes, I, I, y- you were, you were very excited that Mary Catherine happened to be at our <laughs> beach and. At that point, I knew that I was like, okay, I'm going to have to, you know. Redirect. I, you redirect. Had like a, you had like a, a coffee thermos or, you know, you had like a matcha in your thermos and I had to put your matcha down and I took both of your hands and I, you know, I told you what I told you and then mm-hmm. I <laughs> got down on my knee and pulled out the ring and said, will you marry me? <laughs> and I... Of course, said yes. And then I was so excited about this whole thing that you guys had pulled off. And so then I immediately started saying, you did such a good job. You did such a good job. (laughs) I was so impressed. I was so surprised. I was so filled up with like how much care and effort and energy and love you had put into the setup and how beautiful it was that our friend was there to capture photos of the moment and that the day was what the day was. It was like the perfect, perfect day at the beach. The flowers were amazing. The birds were flying. The sky was this perfect shade of blue. So I had very much a moment of speechlessness and overwhelm at the perfection of that exact moment. <laughs> yeah, I was I was wondering what was going on for a minute because... <laughs> You, you weren't saying, <laughs> you weren't saying much, you know, obviously you said yes, but after that you, you weren't saying much. And I was like, um, 
Um, but I think you, yeah, I mean, it was, I definitely surprised you and. In the best way. Yeah. And, you know, um, it was one of the most beautiful days out there that we've, I feel like we've ever yeah. seen. Uh, I mean, we've, we haven't been to that beach spot during the spring season like we are now. Yeah. Um, and there's just, it's just gorgeous. There's, I didn't really know what to expect there. The tide was way higher than it usually is. But when when I saw the flowers and everything, it was just like, I just got really lucky. You yeah, know? It, was, it was really beautiful. And as surprised as I was, you and I have talked for years about having some sort of commitment ceremony or some sort of marriage of some type, but it's been a wild couple of years. And so I think I recall back in like 2018, you were on tour all the time. You were like traveling like crazy. And we were starting to have that conversation about doing some sort of commitment to one another. And we agreed that it would be a conversation to have once you got off tour. 2019 was even busier, I think, than 2018. Yeah. Then, which now I know, you actually got the ring restored, which we'll talk about the ring in just a second, but you got the ring restored in 2019. Then 2020 became when it was, 2021, same story. And it's like now we're finally hopefully coming into this new season of life for all of us. So the timing seemed so perfect. And I share that because I think this show has a lot of really empowered listeners. And if you're thinking like, oh, surprise, we had very much talked about all of this in some capacity for years. And so it was the perfect surprise. It wasn't like the type of surprise where I was like, oh my God, am I sure? It was like the surprise of like, I can't believe, except for that I can believe the thoughtfulness of it because you are so kind and thoughtful with everything that you do. You're also... You're also a Taurus son, so you've got that like innate sense of nature and beauty and slow and steadiness about you. So every part of the surprise was just so perfect. So I was very much speechless in that moment. Yeah, I, I definitely think the the proposal itself was a surprise for you, but uh, obviously, you know, we've been together for seven years and, you know, I don't think either of us could imagine things being any different at any yeah. point. Um, so, yeah, maybe not like a huge, you know, <laughs> surprising thing, but at least I was able to surprise you with a proposal and a very special, you know, fam family heirloom ring and a really beautiful day and a beautiful picnic and... Um, just, uh, yeah, I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be special and memorable. Yeah. And it definitely was a day that I'll never, ever forget. It was so memorable. So the ring, I knew nothing about the existence <laughs> of this ring. I'm wearing it now. We had it sized this morning. So I'm now I can actually wear it every day for the rest of my life. So the ring was your great grandmother's ring mm -hmm. and the ring was passed to you from your mom for this purpose at some point in time. So tell me a little bit about, about the ring. 
I think it was probably in 2019 at some point when my mom um, told me that she was going to pass down my great-grandmother's ring to me. And um, she did it in a way that is funny and uniquely her. She she just told me, she was like, I'm not suggesting anything, <laughs> but this is yours to give to Andy and you know she was suggesting <laughs> but she's got my back <laughs> yeah um it was extremely sweet of her to pass this down um it's just shy of 100 years old it's extremely ornate um lots of little details it's in an art deco style um that was the period that she got married in in 1931 and it's just incredibly beautiful and special i'm very grateful that i had it in my possession and i'm very grateful that i got to give it to you and pass it on to another extremely strong and independent woman and um i feel like my mom and I both are very happy that it's with you. Um, and, you know, it's been fun to learn about my great grandmother a little bit through this um, in the last few days since our engagement. Her name is Elena Maria Valenzuela, and she's from Tabasco, Mexico, which borders the Gulf of Mexico. And um, I believe the family at that point moved to New Orleans when Elena was 16. She was a very interesting woman and um, got married later in life in order to get a master's degree, which in the 20s and 30s was probably not super common. Um, she went to a college for women in New Orleans called Newcomb. And um, she, yeah, she got a master's degree and taught multiple languages at the college level, Spanish and French, I believe, at Newcomb College in New Orleans. Um, she was also a piano player. Just like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I knew that she was a, a piano player. Um, I knew her as a very, I knew her when I was a really young kid and um, she was in her 90s. And, uh, but all that to say, it's been really fun to learn about her a bit. Yeah, yeah. And it seems that we each embody her in some way, her music musicality and her, Love of travel, of course, we both have the music part. That's just you, not me. But then her commitment to that independence, that um, higher education, constantly learning, giving back through teaching, things that I find to be really important in my life and my work. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what's so cool about about it going to you. And um, I just think it's really special and it's... I don't know. It just feels, it feels right. 
<laughs> yeah, I think so too. I'm so I'm so grateful. When I think about it, it's it's really funny because we talk a lot in my community and in, in our courses at We We around about manifestation and the idea of always being open to something greater being what comes to you. So in saying that, it's like when you write your list, your manifestation list, you write that you're calling in X or something greater, X or something greater. So it's like a partnership with this type of person. You list out the qualities of family, um, you know, this type of qualities, like whatever it is that you're manifesting. And I, I love the idea of including that that thing or something greater for lots of reasons. But one of the reasons is I definitely believe that our mere mortal selves can't possibly know all of the magnitude of possibilities that could come to us. And so when I think about manifesting something like this moment that happened on the beach that day, I could never have imagined this particular ring, and yet it's perfect for me. It's like the most beautiful thing, that piece of jewelry that I've ever worn or experienced that's been mine. And if you had asked me to like tell you what type of ring to find for me, it would have been exactly this, but I couldn't have even like explained or found the words to put the story into what this ring represents. So it's just this perfect idea of the universe providing the greatest thing for me without me ever being able to have articulated this exact thing. Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's um, it's like I could never have drawn this ring out. I could never have written written about this ring, but it is exactly perfect for me. Like that's how I, that's how I feel about it. And the moment I saw it, I was like, it's like the perfect delivery of something so special with such a story that I could never have imagined. Yet it's like the ring of my dreams. Well, that. Is great. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I'm really glad. Um, and, you know, I think when talking about these kinds of things, um, whether it's manifestation or just thinking about the sheer amount of possibilities that had to line up for you and I to have met each other. Yeah. And also to have fallen in love with each other and also to have, you know, embarked on this years long, extremely supportive partnership that we have. Um, it's, it's heavy. I mean, that's a lot of possibilities. It's a lot of, um, a lot of things coming together to bring us together and for this moment and for your your ring that also includes you know all of our our past people and um our ancestors and i just think that's super cool i mean you can just to think about the magnitude of how how much had to come together yeah. for us to be in this moment and and that's literally every mo you know that can be said about any moment of your life, but you know, um, it feels very special in this particular occasion. Yeah, there was a lot of things that we each had to say 
yes to and other things that we had to walk away from or release in order to have found our way together to begin with. And yeah, that happened. And I mean, we're not going to get into the whole story today about how we met and all of that. But, you know, the moment that we met, I don't often think that like there is a love at first sight sort of thing out there. I really believe we've got a lot of soul connections that we make with people. And I, I, I personally believe, here's the woo-woo part, I personally believe it's because we travel with these these soul packs that we've got like a crew that we travel with from lifetime to lifetime. But I believe that when we see those people, when we meet those people, when we recognize them for the first time or when we meet them for the first time, we recognize them. We know like that's one of my people. And that doesn't mean that in every lifetime you're husband and wife with that person. Sometimes it's like your sisters or your brothers or your best friends. And that can be a very soulmate type of relationship as well. But definitely when I met you, I immediately felt like a recognition of, oh, this is my person. It was mm-hmm. wild to have that feeling about someone. And it was in an environment that we were both working and it was like, you know, we weren't like, you know, out trying to like get a date. Like that's not <laughs> no. what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> we were at a 5 a.m. call for a music video shoot. Yes, we were. <laughs> yes, Very we were. early in the morning. Yes, we were. But I definitely <laughs> just felt that call really quickly to get to know you better. And that's that's how our relationship began. And we we really worked through so many personal experiences because we were both pursuing our careers in such a such a big way at that time that we had to we had to have a lot of trust, be in a lot of flow to get to where we landed. And it felt this weekend as this engagement was happening, just like a reminder of how important that trust and that flow is. And that day just was that completely. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you did it. You did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed up at 5 a.m. for a call time. <laughs> well, I mean, that <laughs> <so> day, <laughs> I'm talking about the engagement day oh, also. You did a good job with that day. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, you did a good job on the call time day too when we met i mean you did walk over and introduce yourself so i mean that worked out also it did yeah well uh, totally i mean the the engagement itself was really really beautiful and i'm very thankful that everything went to plan and yeah the the weather was great and the flowers were the wildflowers were amazing and um it just, yeah, I'm just super grateful. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm just super grateful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we finished the day on Saturday after after the picnic on the beach. We went to dinner at a restaurant we'd never been to before in Malibu, had dinner, literally like sitting out on a patio overlooking the cliff, the, the rock's edge with the water. There was like this beautiful... Um, just set up out there. That was so cool. We'd never been there before. We've been to a lot of those restaurants and I was so excited to experience a new place and it was such a such a perfect close to 
the afternoon and then we took our we had some macaroons and some cookies from our picnic we took those and like drove down the pch a little bit further hopped out of the car right at sunset ate our macaroons overlooking the ocean and then drove home for the night yeah it was incredible it was amazing yeah it was awesome it was so nice it was the best so (laughs) that's the story that's the story. <laughs> yeah. So I know the next question everyone will ask, which we are not addressing on this episode, is what's the wedding plans? So <laughs> we'll come back later and talk about wedding plans. We're making them already, and we're definitely we're definitely doing it our way, and that feels really good to know that we're both just in such sync around what we want that to look like. So as we wrap up this episode, anything else you want to share? I think that that's my uh, that's my part in the the engagement story <laughs> episode. Amazing. Um, I'm very happy. I'm very happy to be engaged to you. Right back at you, my love. What a <laughs> what a magical time! And thank you so much for coming on the show. I mean, no pressure. I'm just like, hey, we're going to tell the engagement story on the podcast this week. Are you game? <laughs> And here you are. So thank you. Yes. Yes, of course. Yes. Okay. So with that, if you've loved this episode, as always, feel free to share it on social. It means the world to us when you share this show on social. You can tag us at your woo woo BFF or you can tag me too. Wee wee girl. O-U-I-W-E-G-I-R-L. Leave us a review. If you listen to this episode and you've manifested your own love story, leave us a review and tell us about your love story. That's absolutely so special. And I love to share some of those stories on future episodes. You can also text us. All that information's in the show notes. If you've got episode ideas, episode recommendations, if you want to tell us your manifestation stories, if you want to get some really special goodies from our community, definitely send us a text. And be sure to check out our new studio, WeWe Studio. Go get signed up for our free manifestation masterclass. It's available to you for a couple more weeks and then it's going to go away for the rest of the season. So go get that class. Much love to each of you for showing up for this show every single week. We appreciate you. Thank you so much to my love, Ben. Until next time.